Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Alter Your Health podcast, your source of information and inspiration to promote the holistic transformation of your health and the health of our planet. I'm Dr. Benjamin Alter. And I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. Thanks for being with us on this live episode of the Alter Your Health podcast. We are live in our plant-based and stress-free Facebook group on Thursday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, as we always are. And today, the topic of conversation on the podcast, (coughs) I've got something stuck in my throat. Um, (laughs) It is plant-based on a budget and really talking about how this way of eating the optimal way that humans have the opportunity of fueling themselves need not be expensive. In fact, the cheaper foods we eat, the healthier foods we eat. We're going to entertain this topic of conversation, which is largely misunderstood still in our world today. People hold the misbelief that eating a whole food plant-based diet has to be some expensive task, Uh, but we're going to debunk all of that in today's episode. Yes, we are. Yes, and it's true. It's true that a whole food plant-based diet tends to involve a lot of fruits and vegetables, and I think that's why people think, oh, well, if I switch to that way of eating, it's like, gosh, produce, organic produce, it's so expensive. Well, when you're avoiding going to the dairy counter, dairy counter, meat counter, and dairy refrigerator, and egg person, you know, you're obviously cutting out all that stuff. Uh, Here, I've got something in my, here, you talk. Okay, I'll talk. (coughs) Yeah, but it's true. You know, we also need to consider the foods that we aren't purchasing on a whole food plant-based diet. And um, yeah, you can get eggs and dairy for pretty cheap, but you know, it does. Hopefully not. Like if you're, <laughs> if you if, are, it's probably not good quality. If you're getting the cheap eggs and dairy, you're killing yourself even faster, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, really, what we're going to talk about today is that the healthiest whole food, plant-based foods, are really, you know, 
inherently not that expensive. Yeah. And um, and we actually have a few numbers to kind of uh, exhibit this for for all of you. So, cool. so yeah, obviously we're talking about eating plants. We're talking about eating fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts and seeds, herbs and spices. And we're talking about avoiding meat, dairy, fish, eggs, and processed foods. And obviously, you know, when I think about meat, fish, dairy, and eggs, I think about, you know, the more expensive foods. That is, if we're sourcing the higher quality, quote unquote, so to speak, foods, um, these foods take a lot more resources to create, literally. Um, a lot more energy goes into the production and creation of these animal products when we're talking about feeding the animals um, to create the end products that go to the grocery store. Um, so sometimes the, the animal products are subsidized in a way that leads them to be artificially lower in price, but still not as cheap, not as inexpensive as our real whole natural foods. When we're talking about really just uh, price per calorie, so to speak, we could even break it down on that level. Um, the other thing that people need to know about uh, eating a whole food plant-based diet is that we're avoiding the center aisles of the grocery store by and large. We're avoiding the packaged and processed foods. We're avoiding the things that are in the, we like frozen fruits and vegetables, but we're avoiding the, the frozen dinner meals and the frozen burritos and, and uh, the packaged uh, kale chips and, and uh, all of these foods that really do add up when we are, uh, you know, loading up the grocery cart. And can I add yeah. and to that, when people switch to a whole food plant-based way of eating, what also tends to happen is that they do a lot more of their own cooking. They're not eating out as much because let's face it, it's, it's hard to find a good wholesome whole food plant-based meal at a lot of restaurants. So people tend to find that their restaurant bills drastically decrease or go away each month. And um, that certainly leaves room in the food budget as well. Yeah. And obviously, as restaurant bills go down, as grocery bills go down, our uh, what's left in our pocket goes up. So we're able to enjoy our life more. And that's a good thing because you have enhanced health, enhanced energy, and you're going to have a life worth living that you're going to be wanting to spend your money elsewhere besides junk food and processed foods and animal products. So let's get down to uh, some nuts and bolts in terms of the, the eating a plant based on a budget. Because I would say that, you know, our, Susanna, like our way of eating um, is not the most low budget way of eating. We do like some, you know, products and stuff that are totally unessential for a whole food plant based diet. We like to source, you know, mushroom powders to make our mushroom mocha drink in the morning. We, we source some kind of superfood powders, quote unquote, uh, green powders and amla and acerola cherry and all of these kind of, you know, I guess more exotic products that are fun and nutrient dense and definitely very healthy and health promoting. 
uh, but absolutely not essential when we're talking about just the baseline foundation, fundamental nuts and bolts of a whole food plant-based diet. So the fundamental bolts of a whole food plant-based diet are literally peasant foods. These are whole grains, legumes, potatoes. That is when we're talking about the most most bang for your buck in terms of calories and and also nutrients. Uh, we're talking about whole grains, legumes, and potatoes. Right. Um, these these are foods that are extremely healing, extremely health promoting, extremely inexpensive, extremely easy to prepare, uh, and like you know, totally overlooked, and in some cases even kind of uh, neglected and avoided because we're told that grains are bad. Grains cause diabetes and inflammation and, and legumes have lectins and, and tear up your gut and potatoes just turn into sugar automatically. But we know that that is all baloney. Uh, we know that's garbage. There's no science to it. Um, so whole grains, legumes, and potatoes are really kind of the caloric staples on a plant-based diet, on a budget or not on a budget. That's Those are our staples. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. Then, of course, we do want fruits and vegetables, right? And that's those are the items that could be more expensive, but not necessarily. There are a lot of fruits and vegetables that are always, you know, very affordable. And the things that come to mind are like bananas, apples, oranges, broccoli, cabbage. Um, cabbage is like cabbage is so cheap. Cabbage is so cheap and it lasts for a long time. And it is actually a superfood. It <laughs> literally is a superfood. It's so high in glutamine and and it's got the the sulforaphane that's, you know, really everyone loves that in the in the cruciferous vegetable family. It's it's anti-cancer. It's it's and purple cabbage. Oh my gosh. It's got the resveratrol and and quercetin and uh, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, then also, you know, carrots, beets, uh, onions, these are all things that are not going to break the bank. And so when, you know, when we're trying to like really, really keep expenses down when it comes to food, you can also think about a few, few other tips with fresh produce that we'd recommend. One of them is to shop seasonally because whatever fresh fruits or vegetables are in season, there's going to be a lower, you know, there's more surplus. So there's lower demand. So the price is going to be lower automatically. Um, So for example, getting your cucumbers in the summertime are way less expensive than getting cucumbers in the wintertime. And it's also better for your body, you know, from an Ayurvedic perspective, right? Eating locally seasonally. It's always something that we strive for. We're not perfect in that regard. We do like bananas, and bananas are kind of a staple year-round. Uh, but the fact is that along the equator, around the equator, bananas are abundant all the time. So yes, we're we're relying on bananas to be shipped, uh, you know, a ways. But they are inexpensive. They are inexpensive, and um, and also they're they're not very it's a low impact food in terms of the environment. There's not a lot of resources going into 
anyways, that that's kind of taking the conversation. We could have a whole gray. podcast on bananas. We we could. <laughs> um, there's a lot um, to be said about them. Yeah, but our other tip for fresh produce uh, is also to look at the dirty dozen and clean fifteen, and you know, even print it out and bring it to the store with you because all of those fresh fruits and vegetables on the clean fifteen list. They are the top 15 produce items that have been sprayed the least amount of, uh, you know, they've been. My, they're clean. They're, they're clean. They're my, clean. My grammar yeah. was out the door on sprayed that one. Sprayed the least. The, the cleanest. <laughs> yes. And on this list is things like avocados, which we know and love. And a lot of, and avocados, if, you're, if your diet is focused on avocados, it's going to be a higher budget food. Um, you know, but that being said, we can source our avocados conventionally grown, save a little bit of money, maybe a quarter or 50 cents per avocado or mm -hmm. something like that. Same with melons, cantaloupe and honeydew. Same with um, with the brassicas like cauliflower and broccoli. Those are on the clean 15. And so is even corn on the cob. Yeah, um, sweet corn. Yeah, sweet corn. So these are these are some, you know, great when it's summertime, we'll we'll always get those foods, you know, conventionally. Because not, not always, but, you know, if they're at the store, we'll just look at yeah, what, what looks better, what what the prices are. Um, yeah, you know, when we when we go to the store, this is really what it comes down to. We're always stocking up on our staples. We're always stocking up on whole grains, legumes, and potatoes. And a tip on that is sourcing them in bulk. Um, maybe even going to the you know supplier and getting a twenty pound bag of beans, which we honestly maybe Could should do. maybe should start considering doing. Yeah. Um, so being stocked on those staples, and then when we go to the store, we look at the produce section and what is on sale, what looks good, what is vibrant, what's calling our names, and we're just loading up the cart with colorful fruits and vegetables and then on top of our staples. And then, you know, the specialty item category, whether it's uh, coconut aminos is kind of a, a staple in some sense in our refrigerator, some hot sauces, maybe a bottle of kombucha, you know, these things that slowly start to add, uh, add up in the cart, they're not required for a healthy whole food plant-based diet. They're, they're absolutely not required. Um, some of them, you know, make things more tasty and exciting, but not, it's not like uh, if you don't have hot sauce in your fridge or if you, if you don't have kale chips in your fridge, I know that was really popular for a while. And kale chips, like a little pack of kale chips was like $8. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. That's like 25 <laughs> calories. Um, but the, the point of the matter is that we can really keep things super simple. And as we focus on keeping things super simple, it's just a win, 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 win scenario. It's a win in terms of our budget. It's a win in terms of our health. It's a win in terms of the environment. And, uh, and also it's a win in terms of the time we're spending in the kitchen preparing these foods. Right. Right. So, yeah. And, and 
let's just kind of, you know, cover all the all the bases. We've talked about grains, legumes, potatoes, fruits and vegetables, but what about nuts and seeds? Those can tend to be more expensive. And with nuts and seeds, we actually like to buy them in bulk. Um, we have a supplier that we like that we get we get a great deal compared to buying a little package at the grocery store. We yeah. get a big five pound bag and it lasts us for a few months. Well, the thing to point out, out the thing to point out about nuts and seeds is that they're not staples in our diet because they are high fat, high protein foods that can be a little bit stressful and damaging to the metabolism when eaten in excess. Um, so they're, they're simply not staples, but we do love our flax seeds and our chia seeds for those omega-3s. And yeah, we get a few pound bags from TerraSol, which is a great company to um, that provides organic nuts and seeds and these kind of things. Right. Uh, but and in addition, you know, the, the nuts and seeds, they, they vary in price quite a bit. For example, sesame seeds and sunflower seeds yeah, so. are much, much less expensive than buying hemp cashews seeds. or yeah, hemp seeds or walnuts. And so, um, you know, we always encourage that you try to get as great a variety of these different foods as possible. Um, that's really what's best for the health of your microbiome and your overall health. But, um, you know, if, if your budget is tight, you can still get those good minerals and essential fatty acids from, you know, the sesame seeds rather than... Well, we, we encourage you to go to the chia and the flax seeds oh, oh, yeah. as, as the, of course. the top of the, the, the top of the list in terms of your nutrient dense and flax is, flax is less expensive than chia. Flax, flax and chia are both pretty darn cheap, especially when buy when you buy them in bulk. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and then, yeah, sesame and sunflower are super cheap. Pumpkin seeds, pretty darn cheap. Um, and we like to use these, like we were just talking about, to make some sauces every once in a while, some salad dressings that are seed-based. Uh, but, yeah, seeds or and nuts, neither are really a staple in the diet, except for that tablespoon of flax slash chia in the smoothie. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to go over your breakdown? You made, you made, Susanna made an Instagram post, she said like a year ago. I did. Talking about the breakdown of, of the, the misconceptions, the, the large drastic misconceptions that a lot of people still hold when it comes to plant-based eating and the expense. Yeah, and I wish you could see these photos. You can kind of see I've got, uh, oh, it's yeah. too blurry. But anyway, I'll, I'll repost this in the Plant-Based and Stress-Free Facebook group so you can all read it. And then, but, of course, go and follow Dr. Susanna Alter on Instagram if you yeah. don't. Yeah, but so I had, I had my followers guess how much my dinner costs to prepare. And uh, basically what was in the bowl was uh, cooked quinoa, Yukon Gold potatoes, broccoli, about, you know, a, a cup of quinoa, a cup of broccoli, a cup of beans, red kidney beans. And then I think I had three Yukon potatoes in there. And it was drizzled with um, this potato-based cheesy sauce that we have in our free recipe book that you can download if you like. Um, but people guessed it was all over the place. And the cost of the dinner For itself, one or for two? For one. For one. Was $3.50. Which and is pretty good and i mean i would guess that the <laughs> the calories in that dinner we don't like counting calories by the way you guys know that 
but if we were to count up the calories, it'd probably be something like 700 calories or so. A substantial a, meal. A good substantial substantial meal. If if you were to go out to eat at a restaurant, you know, to, you know, it, it'd probably be like 15 bucks or something, right? And then you'd probably be kind of skimped on your serving. You'd wish there was more. Uh, and and uh, the fact of the matter is that this way of eating and preparing food is so inexpensive. Right. Um, and you had you got some data about the standard American budget when it comes yeah. to eating. Yeah. So so I'll go on. I, I actually go through the my entire day of eating and I add up how much it uh, it all adds up to. And so I typically start with a nourishing smoothie bowl of bananas, frozen mango, frozen wild blueberries, and green powders. And uh, we didn't talk about the frozen fruit, but you can buy frozen mango, frozen pineapple. Again, those are clean 15 foods, so you don't need to buy them in the organic form. If you're relying on purely, strictly fresh fruit to uh, sustain you and to provide your vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, that's going to add up. Mm -hmm. But frozen fruit, it's harvested, peak ripeness, and flash frozen so definitely focus on those f- frozen fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're concerned about the budget stuff. Right. So the cost of my smoothie I calculated is three fifty. Then uh, for lunch, I, I was doing this in the winter time, and a lot of times we like to have an oatmeal bowl for lunch. Um, so oatmeal is so so darn cheap, even the good organic stuff. So um, a bowl of oatmeal with raisins, bananas, and honey drizzled on top, 150. Then I'll usually have a snack of a couple pieces of fruit in the afternoon. I think we had apples at that time, so that's about a dollar. And for dinner, um, you know, before that big bowl, we also start with a big leafy green salad um, with some homemade dressing. Uh, so that's 150 for the salad. And then, you know, we, we also usually have our fancy mushroom drink or matcha, uh, which would add another, you know, $1 to $150, which again isn't necessary, but uh, we enjoy it. And so the total comes to $12.50 a day. And when you actually look up what the average American spends on their food on a daily basis, it's... 1833. So I'm under the average amount that the average American spends a day on food. And I bet you that the nutritional value of what I'm eating (laughs) far exceeds what the average American is eating on a daily basis. The average American honestly like eats out quite a bit, right? Yeah, well, you know, 1833 for, for a day worth of food that must include a couple trips to fast food restaurants, um, because yeah. that's that's pretty low. That that's pretty inexpensive when we're talking about um, junk food. Junk food, junk food's expensive. You know, what I mean, it's got the word junk in there, which implies low quality, which implies low nutrient density. It's junk, but it still is more expensive than real wholesome. And that's just mind-boggling to me. And and honestly, I'm glad that it's a little a little bit more expensive. I'm glad. I'm certainly glad that this way of eating is uh, is a lower budget compared to the standard American diet. Because if it weren't, then a whole food plant based diet 
would you know wouldn't really stand a chance but but like like we said this is a win 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 across the board there's no sacrificing anything uh including taste and including money you don't have to sacrifice satisfaction or money to eat a healthy wholesome whole food plant-based diet right so what else? I I, w- I do also want to add that um you know if if you're like us and you enjoy kind of spicing up your whole food plant based way of eating with these nutritional powders and some of these specialty items like you know more seaweeds and um you know seaweeds good yeah, yeah. then there are also tips for getting those for. Uh, not as much money as well. Yeah, it's true. Because if we just relied on going to Whole Foods for these kind of things, it would really add up. It it really would add up. So for our green powder, for example, we don't buy a tiny little tub of pre-mixed green powder from Whole Foods. We buy bulk bags of the single ingredients such as spirulina powder, barley grass juice powder, wheatgrass powder, nettle leaf powder, things like that. We buy it all in bulk. We'll mix it all together in our own kitchen, store it in a big bag in the freezer, and it typically lasts us four months or something Yeah, so we've got like five pounds of really high nutrient density green powder for what, like 50, 60, 70 bucks, something like that. Um, Whereas, you know, sometimes you get like a half a pound for like, 30 bucks Mm -hmm. and it's not even the highest nutrient dense herbs and plants that we actually want right um so yeah that's a little hack that we got yeah same goes for any uh we like you know our berry powders like we already went over this oh yeah we did but just buy in bulk buy in bulk buy in bulk we like terrasol we do yeah star west herbs Oh, you already went over that? <laughs> not, not Star West. So the places that we do source our uh, bulk foods, uh, primarily Terrasol, um, T-E-R-R-A-S-O-U-L, Terrasol.com. Um, you can also get their products on Amazon and whatnot. And then Star West Botanicals, that's a great place to get bulk herbs and spices as well oh, as spices spices we didn't talk about spices we didn't talk about spices when but you buy those little jars don't you, do it don't you get nothing you get nothing for your money don't do it so <laughs> don't buy your little spice jars because when you're eating this way when you're eating a whole food plant-based diet that doesn't have oil recognize that oil is also an expensive food and rightfully so because it's four thousand calories per pound four thousand calories per pound so it should be expensive um, so when you're eating this way without oil, without salt, without sugar, without the processed stuff, you're going to want to use the herbs and spices liberally. So we like to get a pound of herbs and spices from a place like Star West Botanicals, pretty inexpensive, load it up in a jar, dump it on your food when you're preparing your food. And, and, uh, you know, that's a good way to go as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that seems like we covered a lot i think we did yes so if anyone has any thoughts or questions or tips to add you can feel free to leave that stuff in the comments we do appreciate you for tuning in and uh any other announcements no okay then we'll see you guys next time on the alter your health podcast bye for now